It's the hardest thing to give away. The last thing on your mind today. It always goes to those that don't deserve. It's the opposite of how you feel when the pain they caused is just too real. It takes everything you have to say the word. Forgiveness. It flies in the face of all your pride. It moves away the mad inside. It's always anger's own worst enemy. Even when the jury and the judge say you got a right to hold a grudge, it's the whisper in your ear saying, set it free. Forgiveness. It cleared the bitterness away. It can even set a prisoner free. There is no end to what its power can do. So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace. The prisoner that it really frees is you. Forgiveness. This is Daniel Orton and welcome to the Stay Podcast. Here my purpose is to strengthen the apostolic life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stay Podcast. Appreciate each and every person that has um, been listening. Uh, Today I got an interesting subject. It's a hard subject. It's um, it's not real easy at all. It's something that every one of us have to deal with and it's something that none of us like. But we're going to talk about forgiveness today. And on that subject, I hope you forgive me. I'm a day late. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, so I chose not to do a podcast yesterday. And I would do it tonight because it was open for me. So would you please forgive me? Hey, I I appreciate that very much. Um, Hey, guys, I appreciate all the listens and likes, anything you've been doing to help out our uh, podcast. We're closing in on a thousand downloads. That's pretty cool to me. if um, you guys get on there, like and share and rate it and all that kind of stuff, we may break that within the next week. So thanks a lot. So let's get in this really kind of a touchy subject, I guess, because nobody really likes to forgive. Uh, I mean, I guess there's some people, but when somebody's really hurt you, gosh, it's hard, you know. We, we want to see justice. We want to see somebody get what they deserve, what's coming to them, you know. And it's not real easy, but, um, but you know, whether it's something big or something small, real forgiveness, it's, it is a process. And with some, some uh, people and things we need to forgive, it's a process that only God can help us to do. Because some 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 people we have to forgive and things that's done to us, it's really beyond us and it, it needs the work of God. But the first key is first we've got to recognize that our need of forgiveness, that I need to be forgiven, and that will always help us to forgive somebody else. And um, so I'm going to talk about it a little bit today because I, I really feel like I've, I've seen it a lot, dealt with a lot of people, you know, 
uh, through pastoring and such through the years and a huge, huge issue for so many people struggling to whether, you know, some people go years in church and and have these this bitterness and hardness in their heart and they have uh, not forgiven someone or something to that nature to the point that it'll drive somebody out of church and it'll keep you from being everything God's called you to be. And we truly, truly need to learn to daily deal with forgiveness in life. And I'll talk about that here in just a moment. But, um, you know, it is, it's very, very important, forgiveness. And, but overlooking a transgression, which is a sin or, or something that has hurt someone, um, when we're forgiving somebody, is to look beyond the thing that they've done to us. And, and when we forgive, we bring glory to the kingdom of God. Because we are never more like God than when we forgive. Because after all, that's what he's done for us, right? So we've got to let that really get deep inside of for a second. Just think about that. We are never more like God than when we forgive. And if we want to stay in the house of God in church, we've got to get a revelation of what forgiveness is and what it does to us and and I, I got some things I'll recommend I'm going to recommend hold on get put it in the show notes for you but but here's the thing um let, let me give you a couple quotes so Major Thompson said forgiveness is not merely a feeling it's a dip- dispensation of the whole person a habit of the heart an intentional choice of the action in relationship that's really good because Forgiveness takes being intentional, doing this on purpose. Uh, Jonathan C. Arnold said, Forgiveness is a door to peace and happiness. It's a small, narrow door and cannot be entered without stooping. Wow, that's powerful. And I think it's just a huge key that we understand that Jesus went to Calvary. Uh, his first act of uh, of salvation is the fact that he went to Calvary and he died for our sins. He paid our debt so we could be free. And that is what forgiveness is, is really all about. And there, there's people all over this world and all church in all of our churches. And I, I dare say in the church that you go to, who is not forgiving someone and, and they're living life with a grudge on the inside of them. And that's a miserable place to be. I promise you, I've been there. But it is a huge part of staying in church. But even beyond that, forgiving, it's huge and and beneficial in in our health. Um, One psychiatrist estimated, now, I don't know exactly where, I don't have a reference for this, I'm trusting this, right, based on some other things I've seen. But one psychiatrist said, estimated that 70% of people in mental wards could be released released today if they knew how to find forgiveness. Think about that. That's pretty powerful. You can do a simple search like I did today, and you can find um, the benefits of forgiveness as far as health. Um, 
I found one here just real quickly that gives you, you know, here's four benefits of forgiving. This is based on psychology and science and the physical part of our life, you know. It says forgiveness may benefit your heart health. Chronic stress can contribute to high blood pressure, negatively affect your um, cardio health. But it says taking an active role in forgiveness can lower the blood pressure and heart rate, benefiting and heart health. It said people who practice forgiveness also tend to follow health care recommendations more closely than those who don't. Hmm. So you can have a, a better heart health. Second one here is forgiveness can lead to a better night's sleep. Replaying intense situations or getting stuck in negative feelings can cause sleep problems. Practice forgiving can decrease stress, quite upsetting thoughts, improving sleep. Better sleep is connected to better all, overall health. There you go. That's the second one. Maybe we can sleep better tonight if we have a good forgiveness session before we go to bed. The third one I hear has seen forgiveness can lessen anxiety and depression. Forgiveness has been shown to lower levels of anxiety and depression. Forgiving can also lead to improved self-esteem and higher life satisfaction. Additional benefits include encouraging learning healthy ways to deal with stress, decreasing use of nicotine and other substances that can be abused when used a coping mechanism. These changes can improve physical health as well. And, and one more benefit of health-wise is forgiveness may Boost your immune system. High stress levels can negatively affect hormones that keep us healthy. Forgiveness can boost the production of cells that fight off the bacteria and viruses. So, not only is a spiritual aspect in it, but it is also a health matter. So, it can just help us be a lot more healthier if we would learn the principle of forgiving. So, but, you know, this is probably one up there amongst one of the top two or three, sure, in the top five hang-ups people have that keep people from staying in church or at least staying to be, from becoming what God's called them to be. And let me give you, when we look at scriptures, we're, we're seeing that there are some principles on forgiveness, <laughs> Let me give you let me give you those real quickly here. Uh, forgiveness. Um, so let, let's say this. Principle number one. We find the word of God is to forgive those who sin against us. I mean, that's fairly fairly simple and straightforward, but Matthew six and twelve, and what we call the Lord's Prayer, it it says, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. We no doubt no, Peter asked the Lord, Matthew 18, 21, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him up to seven times? <laughs> we know that Jesus shot back. No, Peter, more than that. And, um, you know, it, it's something that's not easy, but we need to learn how to forgive those who sin against us because to forgive it requires one of the most difficult of all changes, but Jesus describes it simple, right? And, and here's the thing, just as we need forgiveness for Jesus, we've got to also forgive others. 
and I know it's hard, you you know, no doubt there's somebody that was abused, listening, either abandoned. Can you forgive the abuser? I know it's not easy. According to the Word of God, we should. Maybe you were a victim of some kind of, you know, oppression or some type of horrible thing in your life had come from somebody. Can you forgive those who's inflicted pain on you? I know it's not easy, but it's something, according to the Bible, Jesus said we need to do. And, you know, I know probably there's been people who, you've gone through relationships, you thought, this is one for you. Maybe you're married for some years or you're not married, thought you was going to marry them. You're hurt. You're wounded. And all this stuff and you're hurt. How do you forgive somebody that um, hurt your child, somebody that hurt you as a child? How do you forgive somebody that, um, you know, has done horrible, horrible things? It's not easy. And the truth is, Jesus knows. He knows our hurts. He knows our wounds. And if we'll let God, through his love, his forgiveness to us, we can begin to heal. Now, this is a process. I understand that. You know, if, if somebody, you know, punches me in the face for whatever reason, and they're sincerely, whether they're sorry or not, that's a little easier to forgive than if somebody um, violates a family member of mine. I understand that. But forgiveness is complicated, yet it is simple because it is just an act of deciding I am not going to be held prisoner with this and I am going to forgive you. And the truth of the matter is forgiveness is it's always the direction that God wants us to turn our heart. He, he doesn't want us to take revenge. He doesn't want us to hate. He doesn't want us to, you know, get back and whoever. But forgiving others, it, 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 it is a witness to the power of God over the worst that life can deal to us. Now, I started this off with the song by Matthew West. If you've never heard it, it's an incredible song. I will try to link it in the show notes. I hadn't done it too much, but if I can get it in there, I will. If not, search forgiveness, Matthew West. You'll find the song. You'll find the words. And, you know, he says it. It is the hardest thing to give away. And it's the last thing we want to do. Um, but it, and it's always going to somebody that doesn't deserve it. And it's the opposite of how we really feel, especially when we're feeling that pain and it's real, real to us. And it's everything within us just to say that word, forgive, I forgive you. And, you know, as the song says, it, it flies in the face for pride, it, it, but it moves away that mad's on the inside. It's um, anger's own worst enemy, even when the jury and the judge, when we seem like we have a right to hold that grudge. But, God is whispering to us to set that free. Because what it does is the latter part of this song says here, it's um it clears the bitterness away. It can even set a prisoner free. There is no end what his power can do, so let it go and be amazed what you see through the eyes of grace. Because we are afraid that it's gonna release them, but what it really does, it true forgiveness 
releases and it frees us. Now, no doubt if you're familiar with K-Love or some gospel music, you probably heard that song of Matthew West. And it's an incredible song. It's great. But what you may not know is where the story of this comes from. Because, you know, again, the, the first principle of, of um, forgiving is plain and simple is forgive those who sin against us. So there is no exceptions to that anywhere, according to the Word of God. I don't know where they are. We're supposed to forgive anybody who hurts, harms, basically does us wrong. We're supposed to forgive them. No, that's not easy. But Matthew West, listen to this. This song was inspired by the true story of Renee Napier who chose to forgive Eric Smallridge, a drunk driver who took the life of her 20-year-old daughter. Eric was driving his car drunk, and he ran over Renee's daughter and killed her. Eric was sentenced to prison, and Renee, the mother of this girl, she felt sad, she felt hatred. She hated the man who killed her daughter through that drunk driving accident with all of her heart. The story says that one day she realized that all that hate was hurting her as much as what happened to her. So she decided to let go. She forgot, She decided to forgive, and she did. She forgave, Renee forgave Eric with all of her heart. And she used all of her will, all of her power, all the faith of God to do it, but she did it. And the, the story says that she felt an overwhelming peace. How much peace did she get? Now listen, I know we say, I can't forget, but th this is a horrible story. This man running over this woman. But here's the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey, the late Paul Harvey would say. You see, the man who ran over her daughter was sentenced to 22 years in prison. But Renee went and pled before the judge and got... Eric's sentence cut in half from 22 years to 11 years. And now she says that Eric is part of her family. Now I listened to a, a podcast or something with Matthew West talking about this story. and It inspired him and this is how he wrote this song. And uh, it's based off of this story. He heard this story and he wrote the song off of this. And in this he was talking about how literally this woman, this man who run over her daughter comes to their house for dinners and such. So you think about that. It's so powerful. And a lot of times we get hung up on some things and we can't forgive. And it's so necessary. We definitely need to forgive because it is holding some people back. Because here's the thing. A lot of times we'll come to God. We'll come to God. We'll repent. Ask Him to forgive us our sins. He'll forgive us. But through the process of time, after the, our initial forgiving of God, people do things to us. And then we feel like we're distant. And we don't feel like we did when we first come to God. And that brings us to the second principle, which is forgive and be forgiven. Matthew 6, 14 says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Um, Luke 6.37 says, Judge not, you shall not be judged. Condemn not, you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. 
Thomas Watson said, We need not climb up into heaven to see whether our sins are forgiven. Let us look into our hearts and see if we can forgive others. See, here's a, here's a tough thing when it comes to forgiveness. If we refuse or if we won't forgive other people, the Bible lets us know that God will refuse to forgive us. That is some serious business. You know, I, I, we've got to understand that this doesn't refer to salvation because salvation is not dependent on anything people can do, okay? The foundation of God's forgiveness is built on the fact of who He is. We know that God is love and He loved us. And he loved us so much He He went to Calvary and He forgave us before we were even born. But in love, He you know, the man Christ Jesus that, you know, God was fully man, he was fully God. And that man Christ Jesus that died on the cross, he paid the penalty for our sin. And forgiving other people is not something that merits or some worth, worthy of some type of work that's going to earn you salvation, okay? But, Living in relationship with God is a different story because living in relationship with God requires us to constantly repent of sins that plague us, that that keeps us separated from God because, you know, we go to God in our initial repentance, you know. We go to God and we ask Him to forgive us and He forgives us. But, it's not a once saved, always saved thing. Otherwise, the Word of God's not true. You can just throw it away, you know, because you can fall. I mean, otherwise, if, if that's not the case, why does Paul say Demas has forsaken us? You know, he's walked away. Um, you wouldn't have that type of stuff in there. And the truth of the matter is, one thing that can keep us away from God and having the relationship we need is something that's called forgiveness. Because we as a child of God, we've got to come to God constantly, daily, constantly confessing and asking for forgiveness and forgiving other people and, and refusing to forgive somebody else. That reveals something inside of us. That it's a, a, a lack of appreciation for the mercy that we receive from God. And it's important for us to understand that all people, everybody, we're on common grounds as sinners, and and we all need God's forgiveness, every one of us, all right? We all need God's forgiveness, and initially and on a daily basis, you know, we need to, because sin, by its natural nature's base definition, sin is transgression against God. It's a word. In other words, we're doing something that goes against God's principles against the Word of God. We're doing something or we're not doing something the Word says for us to do. So um, so we're asked, that's what we come to God. We ask Him for forgiveness. God, I have sinned. I've done something wrong. He forgives us. That's the initial act. But after that, we've got to keep going because we're human. We're going to make mistakes and, and we all have to do that. That's a common ground. But here... Here's something beyond that is if, if we don't forgive others, we're just rejecting God's forgiveness. L listen, Ephesians 4.32. 
And be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Or Colossians 3 and 13. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And that brings us to the third principle. And the last one I'll talk about here is if you don't forgive and you won't be forgiven. So, number one, we got, we got to forgive. We got to forgive those who sins against us. And if we'll forgive, we'll be forgiven. But then if we don't forgive, we're not going to be forgiven. Matthew 6.15, I have a Bible for this. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. Listen, you know, we can look at theology, we can look at all kinds of things in the Word of God, we can debate all kinds of things, but I don't know how you can debate that scripture. Matthew 6.15 is plain as the nose on your face, okay? If you do not, this is what it says, but if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. That's literally saying, look, he, he'll forgive me, but if I turn around and don't forgive somebody, listen, honey, he's not going to forgive me. And if you've not been forgiven of sin, that's what's going to keep you out of heaven. Let's go a little farther here. Mark eleven twenty five. the New Living Translation said, but when you're praying, first forgive anyone you're holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. You see, the sin of an unforgiving heart, a bitter spirit, it it just totally forfeits the blessings of God and it invites judgment into our lives. Listen, as the writer Hebrews said, Hebrews 12, 15, looking diligent, lest any man fail the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you. Thereby many be defiled. If, if a person, we get that bitterness and anger over something's been done wrong, prayer becomes almost impossible. It's hard to pray, okay, when you got something in your heart. And God wants us to deal with our horizontal relationships so we can have a better vertical relationships. What's our horizontal relationships? That's with the people around us it's on the same level we are because we're all on the same level but our vertical relationship is with God and that's why he wrote in Matthew 5 23 therefore if thou bring thy gift to the altar and you remember that thy brother hath an alt against thee leave thy gift before the altar go thy way first be reconciled to thy brother and then cometh and offer thy gift why, why would this even matter because all people Everybody is sinners before God. And those who have access to him have it only because of his mercy and forgiving their sins. When our sins have been forgiven, we have access to him. And as a child of God, we come to God asking for forgiveness and making requests of him the same time we refuse to forgive somebody else then God looks at us why should I give you forgiveness and you're not forgiving somebody else and that just, only just reveals something that you know we don't appreciate the mercy that God's given us and God just no doubt he doesn't feel obligated to 
respond to somebody with an attitude of unforgiveness towards others. And, and God wants those who are forgiven to forgive others. And it's just, we see this in the Word of God. Now, you know, here's, here's you know, maybe the tough part, forgiving others. It's, it's not easy. I know that. And you'd rather do all kinds of things, you know. You'd rather, you'd rather work 16-hour shifts seven days a week, and, and, and people do, you know. I'd rather work all the times so when I've got to think about it. You'd rather, whatever, you know, whatever it is, cleaning dirty diapers, whatever. I, I just, I'd rather do this. Anything but forgive that person who wronged me. But we've got to understand the important fact that for a person to pray while having something in their heart against somebody, a grudge, it's it's like a tree that's sprouting up leaves. It's, you know, we're going to be spring, flowers are popping up. But all these stuff, it's these trees popping up, an apple tree, but it don't bear no fruit. That's what happens to our life. It kills the fruit in our life. And but when we trust God and we really get down and start praying and saying, God, help me to work through this, help me to fix this. Um, there's power in our speech. And what I often tell people is they go buy a cheap notebook, write down everybody that you feel like that has wronged you and you need to forgive, write their names down. Every day visit that notebook and every day say it audibly, I forgive so-and-so and call their name. Say what they've done. Call their name. I forgive them and release them. I forgive them and release them. You won't believe that at the first day. But if you keep saying that, eventually you'll feel that release. You'll feel that break because you'll start believing I forgive so-and-so for what they've done to me because I know, God, you've forgiven me and I want to forgive them. And you'll work through this and you'll do this. It will eventually, when we speak that stuff, it will come out and we'll get that out of our system. And as you forgive somebody, mark their name off. And really, you'll you'll know when you've forgiven somebody is because when they walk through the doors and you look at them, you don't get that, you know, you just want to bust them in the nose. But... The, the principle of forgiveness is got to be given priority in our life because we see it through the Word of God. Because remember, we are never more like God than when we forgive, okay? Um, John MacArthur has said it like this. We're never more like Christ than when we carry the debt so forgiveness can take place. We take the debt, just as Jesus done. He took the debt for us. He took our sins at Calvary. He took the debt to where you and I don't have to pay the penalties. That's what forgiveness is. You say, okay, I forgive you. I release you. I'll let you go. And, you know, here's the thing. If we're not willing to forgive, it, it's going to imprison us to the past. It's going to keep that pain alive. It's going to keep that sore open. And it's just going to stir you up in anger. Every time you see that person, you're going to get mad again. You'll think you're over it. I'll never forget several years ago, I thought I was over something where somebody had hurt me and my phone rang, and there they were on the phone. That anger popped up just like that. I'm like, oh my goodness. As a matter of fact, I thought I was over it. And uh, if you've never heard it, I will put this in the show notes. Brother David Shatwell preaches a sermon, The Tragedy of a Wounded Spirit. We were at the Apostolic Conference and Madison, Mississippi, Mississippi, with Brother Dillon's church as a home missions pastor. I got to go down there, honored to be able to go down there and 
and they took care of us while we was there and you know uh probably 70 80 home missionaries and um brother shavel preached that sermon i had heard it on tape i thought ah you know big deal when brother shavel got done preaching that i promise you i went to the altar and i asked god to forgive me and i began a process of forgiving some people in my life that had hurt me because as he preached it pulled it out of me i'm going to put this in show notes you need to take time and listen to it follow the steps brother shavel says he gives some steps to help you forgive and it's so important and um if not, it'll it'll imprison us, and and if we don't forgive, it'll it'll produce bitterness, and that bitterness it'll occupy our, it'll occupy our thinking, it'll it'll change and shape our personality, it it just defiles everything. And here here's something that's hard, you know, when we don't forgive, it opens the door for the devil, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and, and destroy our chance of having fellowship with God. And when we don't forgive, it just hinders our fellowship all the way around with God because, you know, if we don't forgive, he doesn't forgive. So that makes it really hard, you know. So, um, again, Luke 6, 37, judge not, you shall not be judged. Condemn not, you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you'll be forgiven. As I said in a few episodes ago, talking about offenses um i touched on it a little bit uh to overcome an offense when somebody's done something wrong to you the key to that offense is to um forgive that is the key to it is to forgive and one of my greatest my favorite scriptures is psalms um 119 165 great peace have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them and the truth of the matter is that um, forgiving is fueled by love so when we forgive somebody it takes the love of God to do that and the, the fruit of the spirit what was you know you think about the fruit of the Spirit and what it is and what it will do. Sometimes we really, really, truly need God's Spirit to help us to overcome, to overcome some of that stuff. And sometimes some, some things like this forgiveness, it's going to take having the love of God in our life. And the very first fruit mentioned in the fruit of the Spirit is love. God is love. And if we're going to be like God, we're going to love and we're going to forgive. So anyway, um, I guess I'll um, be done like with this today. But, um, you know, just give you a, a couple parables that you can go look up. Um, the prodigal son. Um, if we forgive like God, we see it in Luke chapter 15, 18 through 20. Um or about the unforgiving, like the man, the unforgiving servant who, um, you know, the story goes, the Lord forgave him. Then he went out and found some people that owed him and he didn't forgive them. So that's found in Matthew 18, 26 through 30. So there's a couple of stories you can look up and study them. But if you deal with forgiveness, 
unforgiveness, you need to get it out because it really, really will hinder your walk with God. And the chorus of, of uh, Matthew West's song is, is powerful. And it says, show me how to love the unlovable. Show me how to reach the unreachable. Help me now to do the impossible. Help me now to do the impossible. Forgiveness. It's not easy, I know, but it's absolutely important to forgive because if not, uh, you can find yourself lost. You'll find yourself stuck in some places, some dry places, some hard places. And it's best to clear your conscience. The moment you start feeling anything towards somebody else, you know, and a lot of times people do things they don't even know they've done it. They didn't mean to. It just happens. And sometimes it's very foul. It's very horrible. Something done it intentional. Somebody done it intentional. It was bad. That's hard to deal with. But listen, don't let anything get in your spirit. It's so, so vitally important that we keep the right spirit. Okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done with this today. And I'll, I'll try to put in the show notes, notes the link to... Matthew West's song and for the David Shatwell's uh, sermon, The Tragedy of Wounded Spirit. Because if you're dealing with any kind of unforgiveness in you, you need to sing that song, uh, look that story up, get your notebook, write everybody's name down. Every day start saying, hey, I, I, forgive, I forgive and release them. Listen to Brother Shatwell's message. It will help you tremendously. So, all right, guys. Uh, appreciate you listening in. So go like, share, and all that kind of stuff on the on the podcast, and we um, hope to hope to be back with you again next week. God bless. Thank you for listening today. If anything you have heard today in this podcast has helped you, why don't you share it with someone you know, a friend or family member? And also consider rating and following us as well. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.